Hello and welcome. This is Gartcosh and Glenboig Parish Church's audio service for week beginning Sunday the 24th of May. I'm Dave Slater and I'm delighted to have you listening. And if you'd be willing to take part in future services, please let me know. You can download the order of service for the hymn words if you're online. The link is posted on our Facebook page. Luke writes at the end of his gospel about Jesus. He said to them, This is what I told you while I was still with you. Everything must be fulfilled that is written about me in the law of Moses, the prophets and the Psalms. Then he opened their minds so they could understand the scriptures. He told them, This is what is written. The Christ will suffer and be raised from the dead on the third day, and repentance and forgiveness of sins will be preached in his name to all nations, beginning at Jerusalem. You are witnesses of these things. I am going to send you what my Father has promised, but stay in the city until you have been clothed with power from on high. When he had led them out to the vicinity of Bethany, he lifted up his hands and blessed them. While he was blessing them, he left them and was taken up into heaven. Then they worshipped him and returned to Jerusalem with great joy, and they stayed continually at the temple, praising God. Amen. Let us praise God as we hear and sing, As the deer pants for the water.
Let's take some time to pray, and as we do so, we'll conclude with the words of the Lord's Prayer. Dear God and loving Heavenly Father, we love you and thank you for your love for us. We thank you for all the things we can be grateful for this week, for our daily needs, food, clothing, shelter, air and water, our families around about us or distant but keeping in touch by phone, by email, by video calls, even by letter. We thank you for our physical and mental health and well-being and recognise that not all of us are fit and well all of the time. Particularly in this Mental Health Awareness Week, help us to recognise this and to be kind, not knowing what others may be going through or might have trouble opening up about. In the midst of this international, interdenominational campaign to encourage us to pray, Thy Kingdom Come, help us to be prayers and readers of your word. Grant your spirit to us to open our minds, our ears, our spirits to you and to different possibilities. And as we see governments talking and about and moving towards easing restrictions, help us to keep being sensible and wise and not go ahead of the guidance or falter in maintaining the conditions of isolation or distancing to protect ourselves and others. Lord, we confess that we get things wrong all the time, particularly when we're under stress, when circumstances are different and strange, when we can't do what we want or meet up with who we want. We're sorry for the times when we've been angry or spoken roughly to others, for when we've been hypocritical, perhaps criticising others but excusing ourselves for similar things, or when we've simply not done something that we should have to show our love and your love to others. Help us to know and accept your forgiveness for all the things we've got wrong or missed out doing. Help us to know that fresh start that you grant us each week, each day, sometimes several times a day. For we pray according to that pattern that Jesus taught his friends. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory forever. Amen. So we welcome all who are joining with us today or whichever day you're listening to this on. Please continue to remember in your prayers the Right Reverend Dr Martin Fair, the new moderator. He's having a very different year, at least to begin with, and is inviting as many people in the church as possible to tune in together to a national Pentecost Sunday service. That's next week, the 31st of May, and it'll be at 10am. It'll be online, but it will also include a phone number to dial into in much the same way as we have our own local service. I'm thinking that we may still have a brief local service to listen to, and you can have that before or afterwards, but hopefully many of us will be able to participate in the national one. Don't forget you can go online to watch back the Heart and Soul Festival on the Church of Scotland website and Facebook page. 
And don't forget our regular four o'clock coffee and chat live on our Facebook page this afternoon, Sunday afternoon. But you can always go back and uh, watch it afterwards and still comment on it. But of course, I won't be able to uh, respond directly. I do try and respond to later comments if I see them. Do remember, send me messages for news items to include in the recorded service or subjects to chat about on Facebook Live. And also live on Facebook will be a short prayer service on Wednesday evening at 7.30pm. Our Sunday services are now available as a podcast. That's from Gart Glen CHS. Gart from Gart Kosh, obviously. Glen from Glen Boyg and CHS, short for churches. Gartglenches.podbean.com. Uh, That's P-O-D-B-E-A-N.com. You can also get it from Apple iTunes, and if you were looking for it on iTunes last week, it might not have been available, but it is confirmed now. We're still working on getting added to other podcast providers. But remember to spread the word. Um, This can be your your ministry when you're chatting to others. Oh, have you listened to the church service? Did you know you can listen by dialing up on the phone? Uh, And that's the number 01236 809095. And we usually update that on a Saturday later on, although last week uh, it was a little bit later on the Sunday. Tell anyone you know, neighbours, family members, people who don't have internet access or who don't like using the computer too much, they might find this useful. And uh, if they are listening on the phone, you might want to help them. Download the order of service, print out a copy of the hymn words so that they can uh, have that alongside when they're listening. Remember to contact uh, myself or Catherine if you want to be added to the church's WhatsApp group. Uh, WhatsApp's a useful uh, app on your smartphone and uh, means through the week if there are urgent prayer concerns, as there have been this last week, uh, then you can get uh, folk who are in the church families of Kosh and Glenboig uh, praying for friends, neighbours, relatives, uh, people that we know need that immediate help. Also, I'm working on that email distribution list for the churches. Uh, I want to get more information about the church out to those who might not be big users of Facebook or other social media. So let me know if you want your email address included in this, um, because we also want to put out a newsletter to all of our members and adherents in both parishes. And of course, if we can email them rather than uh, posting uh, or, or printing rather and delivering, that will save on costs and time. We're still doing an ongoing collection for Copebridge Food Bank uh, where you can leave uh, even just one item or items in bags at the gate of 102 Loch End Road in Gartkosh. And again, those who can't get there or who are in Glenboig who wish to contribute, let us know. We can easily arrange pickup. And those that have already contributed, uh, it's very much appreciated. I've posted the thank you letters that the Food Bank give us on uh, the Facebook page. Sadly, it's still very much needed. Uh, People are in challenging circumstances. So do consider if you're able to put something in. And equally, if you want to let me know in confidence of people who might benefit from uh, accessing the food bank, then uh, I can uh, take that on board and I can uh, make a referral if you need that as well or you know someone who needs that. If you're printing a lot of school materials or reports while you're working at home, then if you finish an inkjet cartridge for your printer, please don't bin it. Save it for your local church. Both churches have collection points. 
either wait till the buildings reopen. We don't know when that's going to be, though it looks um, like it's not just yet. Um, but let us know, uh, otherwise we can collect and send them off to be recycled and raise funds for the church. Or we can even just post uh, a postage page paid envelope through your door if you've only got one or two, and you can uh, post them off directly. Also, uh, just to remind you, we set this up a few years ago. I'm not sure if it's been well used, but if you're doing any online shopping at this time, uh, there are hundreds of retailers that are covered by this scheme on easyfundraising.org.uk. If you go to easyfundraising.org.uk, you can choose which church you want to raise funds for, Gakosh or Glenboig, or other charities, of course. Um, and then whenever you do online shopping, if you visit that site first and click through to eBay or uh, Sainsbury's or John Lewis, there's a whole host of uh, retailers that are there, then uh, whatever you get, we get a, a slice back to the churches and it's no extra cost to you. Um, if you feel uh, able to do it, you can also download a little reminder. So even if you visit a site without having gone via e Easy Fundraising, you'll get a little pop-up says, do you want to make this count for your Easy Fundraising? Likewise, uh, instead of Google or Bing or these other search engines, you could use uh, a search uh, site, which again, every time you do a search, uh, it will raise a little bit of money for the churches. The, the websites are gpcs, that's gpcs for Gartkosh, dot easysearch.org.uk, easysearch.org.uk is the rest of that address, or for Glenboig, it's glenboigpc.easysearch.org.uk, so gpcs.easysearch.org.uk or glenboigpc.easysearch.org.uk. And you may find that, that uh, if you set that as your, your main search engine, then that will uh, raise, uh, it might only be pennies at a time, but uh, if everybody were to do it and to do it regularly, it will soon mount up. In our news time today, I can tell you that it's been Mental Health Awareness Week, as I've mentioned, and different schools and organisations have been doing different uh, things for this week. Uh, I've done a virtual hug on Twitter with Glenboig Primary, uh, where people were videoing themselves uh, giving a hug. You might have seen that. Um, we've been doing some of the seven days of kindness that the Girls' Brigade have been uh, promoting. Uh, and I wonder if you've uh, given or received a cup of tea or a letter uh, or that you've um, maybe thought about giving uh, something to someone else. Birthdays. A uh, very happy birthday to Linda Geddes, who I believe is celebrating this weekend. And also happy birthday to Isabel, that's Eleanor's mother, uh, who I believe had a big birthday uh, this last week. And uh, I'm sure we got the number wrong, but uh, um, congratulations and uh, hope you're both in doing well. Do let me know if you'd like any shout outs for birthdays that I've missed or ones that are upcoming in future weeks. As always, keep the families and friends of anyone who's passed away in your prayers uh, and uh, keep also those you know of who are in, ill and in hospital. On the subject of prayer, Thursday the 21st, uh, just last Thursday there, was Ascension Day and from then until Sunday the 31st, next Sunday, that's 11 days, is the now annual prayer campaign, Thy Kingdom Come, as many people will have heard me mention in previous years. 
You've also maybe seen, I've been posting uh, something each day on Facebook, trying to do maybe more than one thing, and I hope that you'll make an effort to increase your own prayers during this time. Let's hear our reading now from David Miller. Thanks, David. Today's reading is from Acts 1, reading from verse 1. In my former book, Theophilus, I wrote about all that Jesus began to do and to teach until the day he was taken up to heaven, after giving instructions through the Holy Spirit to the apostles he had chosen. After his suffering, he presented himself to them and gave many convincing proofs that he was alive. He appeared to them over a period of forty days and spoke about the kingdom of God. On one occasion, while he was eating with them, he gave them this command, Do not leave Jerusalem, but wait for the gift my father promised, which you have heard me speak about. For John baptised with water, but in a few days you will be baptised with the Holy Spirit. Then they gathered round him and asked him, Lord, are you at this time going to restore the kingdom to Israel? He said to them, It is not for you to know the times and dates the Father has set by his authority, but you, you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, and in all Judea and Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. After he said this, he was taken up before their very eyes, and a cloud hid them from their sight. They were looking intently up into the sky as he was going, when suddenly two men dressed in white stood beside them. Men of Galilee, they said, why do you stand there looking into the sky? This same Jesus, who has been taken from you into heaven, will come back in the same way you have seen him go into heaven. Then the apostles returned to Jerusalem from the hill called the Mount of Olives, a Sabbath day walk from the city. When they arrived, they went upstairs to the room where they were staying. Those present were Peter, John, James and Andrew, Philip and Thomas, Bartholomew and Matthew, James son of Alphaeus and Simon the Zealot, and Judas son of James. They all joined together constantly in prayer, along with the woman and Mary the mother of Jesus and with his brothers. Amen, and may the Lord add his blessing to his reading of his holy word. If you've ever started to read a book or watch a film that's a sequel without having read or seen the original, you might find yourself a bit confused. A friend of mine uh, saw the Back to the Future movies in the wrong order. The second one, then the original, and then number three, I think, and was particularly confused those movies and the storyline can be challenging enough, especially if you're not into time travel. But Acts begins with at least some clarity. In my former book, this is obviously a sequel, a second volume. And fairly simply, we can establish that the other book to mention Theophilus was the Gospel of Luke. And this, along with mentions of Luke's involvement in some of Paul's missionary journeys later in Acts, where in some passages we and us are used, points to the accepted fact that Luke is also the author of Acts. 
And if we haven't read the former book, Luke's Gospel, or if we haven't known about Jesus, then Acts might be a bit confusing too, as it starts with this character, Jesus, who yet early on seems to depart the scene, and yet still has, of course, a major influence in the rest of the book. Theophilus, to whom the book is addressed, may have been an individual, although some have speculated on his name, meaning lover of God, being a pseudonym, perhaps uh, for a high-ranking Jew who didn't want to let his peers know that he was interested in Jesus. Or it could be a way of Luke focusing on writing as if to an individual as a format for sharing and recording Jesus and the apostles' lives and actions. In any case, I quite admire the opening of Acts as Luke efficiently summarises the content of the Gospel, all that Jesus began to do and to teach until he was taken up to heaven, and after his suffering, showing himself appearing and speaking about the Kingdom of God. An interesting reflection I heard recently was the thought that it says all that Jesus began to do and to teach, with the suggestion that Acts tells of what Jesus continued to do and to teach, although we might say he did that at a distance. Or in the joke that I've seen going around this week, Ascension was the day that Jesus began to work from home. But Luke cleverly leads in, reminding Theophilus that at the close of the first book, the Gospel, Jesus had said, though he rephrases it, stay here, wait for my Father's gift. And leads on into that scene which he he describes in a bit more detail than he does in uh, the end of the Gospel. And so in this in-between time, from Ascension Day, which was Thursday the 21st, to Pentecost this year is on Sunday the 31st. We can, as we do at Christmas and Easter, use our holy imaginations and picture ourselves there alongside the disciples. We've had the utter despair of our teacher being falsely accused, imprisoned and executed. The scarcely believable miracle of his appearing again and nearly six weeks of seeing him and hearing reports of him elsewhere. Then this happens, the ascension. How do we feel? Hoping for another miracle that we'd see him again, he'd be back soon? Recognising finally who he truly was? Staring intently into the sky, wondering, what do we do now? Despite those clear instructions, stay in the city, in a few days you'll be baptised, overwhelmed with the Holy Spirit. It took two others, presumably angels, to remind them, don't stand here looking. When he comes back, you'll know, you'll see him. And so the disciples returned to Jerusalem, perhaps three quarters of a mile away, and reconvened in the upper room, possibly the same one they had the Passover meal in, we don't know. And so what did they do in that waiting time? They all joined together constantly in prayer. A ragtag group of disciples who had basically abandoned Jesus during the night of his betrayal and arrest. His brothers who didn't have the best record in believing in him as God's Messiah. And the women and Mary his mother 
presumably the same ones who were first to the tomb, including Mary Magdalene. So as we join ourselves to that group, as we wait alongside the disciples, we could do no better than to join together constantly in prayer. Of course, we are not able to do it in the same physical location yet, but we can surely take time to pray. It might be that you have a digital watch that beeps on the hour every hour. Why not use that as a reminder to pray? Even just a short prayer for one person, a sentence each hour. Or set an alarm on your smartphone. Be disciplined in your prayer lives. I need to be disciplined in my prayer life. I'm preaching to myself as well as to others. And pray too for yourselves. Many people say to me, I don't like to pray for myself. I pray for others. Which is great. But the commandment, love others as you love yourself, implies that we, sh- implies that we should love ourselves. We should take care of our own concerns. We should take them to the Lord in prayer, as the song says. Jesus instructed the disciples too to pray uh, on that night that he was arrested, that you might not fall into temptation implicitly. Pray for yourselves. So let's pray for ourselves. Let's pray we might not fall into temptation. Let's not be tempted to be so self-reliant that we forget we are interconnected people, interdependent on each other, but most of all on God. Let's pray for a fresh wave of the Holy Spirit to fill us And as we do emerge out of lockdown, whatever that looks like, and whenever it happens, as with the restoration of the kingdom, it's not for us to know times and dates just yet. Let's ask for the Holy Spirit to sweep through our lives and our churches, to revive us with his gospel and presence, that we might see our testimony, our witness renewed in our homes, in our families, in our villages and communities, wherever we are when we're listening to this. The testimony that Jesus is the way to the Father, that sinners, that those who are broken, that those who have fallen, that those who are struggling can gain love and acceptance, that we can all be welcomed as children of God. Even for these remaining seven days or so of thy kingdom come, if you and I pray faithfully, even or especially as a minister, this doesn't always come easily, who knows what amazing things God can and will do for us and with us in the weeks and months ahead. Thy kingdom come, Lord, and may it be soon. Amen. Let us pray. God of wisdom and love, giver of all good things, we thank you for your loving kindness and for your constant care over all creation. We bless you for the gift of life, for your guiding hand upon us and your sustaining love within us. We thank you for friendship and duty, for good hopes and precious memories for the joys that cheer us and the trials that teach us to trust in you. We bless you for Jesus Christ, your Son, our Saviour, who in front of the disciples 
ascended to be by your side. We bless you for the living presence of your spirit, for your church, the body of Christ, for the new forms of ministry sustaining us at this time and all the means of grace. In our weakness, you are our strength, in our darkness, light, in our sorrows, comfort and peace. From everlasting to everlasting, you are our God, Father, Son and Holy Spirit, one God glorified forever. In glad thanksgiving for your goodness, we offer you our gifts, such as donations we have made to the food bank or to others in need, monies we have put aside as we are able, as an offering to you and to the work of the church, the labours of our hands and feet, and words to help and bless others. And we pray for the power to offer and present our very selves to you, a living sacrifice, dedicated and fit for your acceptance through Jesus Christ our Lord. Loving God, you care for all your children. You know each one and hear each prayer. You know each house and see each need. Give peace and love to those who call upon you and receive us into the kingdom of your light. Bless your church here and everywhere. Confirm your people in the faith of the gospel. Inspire them with love for your house. Seal it in your service and joy in the well-being of your kingdom. Bless your servant, Queen Elizabeth. Govern the hearts and minds of the Queen's ministers and councillors and all in leadership positions in the UK, the Scottish Government and our local councils that they may fulfil their service for the welfare of the people and the glory of your name. Bless the whole world with peace. Kindle in the hearts of all people the true love of peace and guide with your wisdom the leaders of the nations that your kingdom may advance until the earth be filled with the knowledge of your love. Be with those in India and Bangladesh under threat from super cyclone Amfam while also seeking to spread the spread of coronavirus. Bless with your comfort all who are in trouble or pain. Heal those who are sick, support those who are dying, console those who mourn, supply the wants of those who are in need and be near to those whom we now name in silence. We also remember the family of Matteo, a new arrival, and his sister, who is sadly in hospital. Remember JT, whose mum has passed away while he is living nearly 500 miles away. Remember Elle, who is in the midst of chemo and from her immediate and extended family. Remember Sharon's dad, who is in hospital, and his family. And remember the son of another family who has been diagnosed with cancer. Bless our homes that love and joy may dwell there and keep those who are absent from us within the protection of your love. Eternal God, sinners find mercy in you and saints find joy. You hold all souls in life. The dead as well as the living are in your care. We thank you for your people of every age and place and for those dear to our own hearts who kept the faith on earth and have entered into the joy of your heavenly presence. Inspire us by their example, encourage us by their fellowship, and bring us with them at the last to glory everlasting 
through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. contributors Rona, David and Tom. And now, help us to pray thy kingdom come and to keep our eyes fixed on the ascended Jesus, particularly as we go through this time. And may the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all this day, this week and always. Amen. And may God's blessing. Thank you.